soul contracts are not all soft, fluffy, romantic, wonderful things that we all like pine over my soulmate type of thing. Soul contracts are serious business. Today we're going to get into what a soul contract is, how they work, which is not usually how people think they work, how to know when they need to go away, when they're done, all those things and more. So stay tuned. Here we're going to go jiving right in. What are soul contracts? I'm stuck on fluffy. Fluffy. <laughs> fluffy contract. I've been in too many spiritual circles where they just like, they see somebody and like, oh, they're cute. We have a soul contract. And I'm like, no, you don't. You have hormones. That's very different. Like every other human. I mean, maybe yeah, you do. More of a twin flame, But most it? of the thing. It, those, those big energies. It could be a twin flame. Nine out of ten times, it's alcohol and hormones. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to apply spiritual terms to every single thing that we want. Good point. So that we can put it in the spiritual bubble to get it. Mm-hmm. All right, but. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> soul so contracts. What is, what is a soul contract? They are agreements with other souls before you incarnate on here. Because I know a lot of people like to make up soul contracts on the fly because it suits the situation to try to maintain something that you want. Can you tell I've run into a lot of misuse of soul soul contracts in my uh, path? I have. I have. I have too. Mm-mm-mm. So before you incarnate. You and other souls and all that is decides why your soul wants to come here, what type of soul growth you are looking for. Like, I want to understand grace more. I want to understand acceptance more. Whatever your soul is going to need. Certain souls, there's an agreement between the two souls that they're going to come in and help support you in that. Usually it's decided if they're going to support you in truly understanding it from like a supportive place of it or if they're going to support it from the the painful like I'm denying you of what you want type of thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of people grow better from for some reason from the big stick moment than just through the more ease easeful path that we could choose Mm -hmm. so people come in for one of those two things that's the extent of it there's no how There is no that the person is going to show up being your soulmate and the love of your life. And that is the contract. It certainly can be. There's no that the person is going to come in and they are, you know, tasked with mugging you in the street and traumatizing you. And and that's, that's, you know, they did that because we have a soul contract. And no, there. And a soul contract can be a sibling, Mm -hmm. a parent, anybody, a friend. A co-worker I mean and somebody you you encountered walking down the street a pet a pet a tree a situation yeah. it's not just with people we're so attached to people we have all this attachment going out all the time with people trying to cord them into us that we call the energetic cords between us contracts mm-hmm. it's a very and different you, thing and you guys are probably wondering like if if this is quote-unquote true okay and then you're taking a look at your life and you're saying to yourself, did I really decide this? Right. Like I, I contracted this with X, Y, and Z to feel this way and for my life to feel like shit and all this stuff. Listen, <laughs> that's you placing judgment on it. And 
an example, like, I, as you guys know, I've been doing a lot of um, soul searching and healing with my mom, right? So this was a soul contract that we had. And when I got to the point in my life that I saw it in that manner, I became more, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Empathetic mm-hmm. of her because I learned so many different things in the mix of all that chaos. Okay. And when I saw it again, as it's a soul contract that we both decided to play. And, and then the most important part is that I saw her in a place of like, that she loved me enough to agree to play that role for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when it really shifted because you have to have an immense amount of fucking love for someone to play the villain or to play an abuser or to play anything like that in your life. Think about that. Okay. In the moment while things are going on, you're not saying, Oh my God, this person loves me so much. And they're doing this for me. You're not saying that. But when you get to the place where you're like, Oh my God, this is a soul contract. I have agreed to, to, to all of this so that I can learn whatever the lessons were. That's when you get to a real fucking peaceful place in your life because you've put everything in perspective for you. And I think that those are fucking awesome. They are. I mean, I have somebody that there's a soul contract and we, you'll know usually if it's a soul contract type of thing or a soul group type of thing. Um, because you'll just feel this instant, like it's just easy with them. We feel like we've known each other forever. We feel like, you know, we belong to be in each other's lives and that type of thing. That'll happen a lot with, with friends. It'll happen. I mean, it happens with anybody, but a lot where people get hung up a lot is in the relationship part of it or the friend part of it. Cause I have one particular individual that came into my life and they always come into my life like fast and fiery and it's an instant connection my power is mirrored back to me so I can up level into another level of power and it lasts for about as long as it needs to until I'm up level to the point that I have that contract agreement with that person and then they exit stage left and I can remember it a few lifetimes back but especially like this lifetime it was you know you get the the heartbreak and the betrayal and the like but this you know felt so good why would we not want to interact in each other's lives and it, it you know it can ca- it cause me a spiral for a while of going down the rabbit hole of of the the whys and the how to get it back and and all these things that didn't serve me and i walked myself back out of my power but then i had a blueprint from when i was with this individual of what my power with the flame turned up really felt like mm-hmm. so i was like Oh, this person had already handed me the blueprint to that. I just walked myself all the way back down into the basement of my energy vibration. But I know how to get back up there. But then you have, you know, your your brain, your heart, your hormones and all are like, oh, but, you know, it's better and it's easier and we like it more when we do it with X, Y, Z. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is you and this is your energy and this is them and their energy and everybody up leveling into this whole schematic of one and I mean I can still 
share thoughts with this person, know, can tap in and know how they're feeling, where they are, what they're doing, like all these things. I just, I mean, sometimes I don't even have to try it. Just like, bam, this is what's going on. I haven't seen the person in many years at this point, but you can still have that connection. So if you have that, that instant soul recognition thing, probably soul group, probably soul contract. Mm -hmm. And, and please don't beat yourself up if you walk yourself into the basement because it's practice and it's you actually being able to do the pattern that you've just been shown yourself. It's all just growth opportunity. Right, right. It's not about shoulda, woulda, couldas with, you know, getting married or <laughs> having that job or. Well, and that's the thing is like a lot of us seem to understand it better when it's in a, in a relationship. I'm not sure why, but we keep forgetting that relationships are siblings, parents, friends, all that. It's just not sexual. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. Um, so it's like, it's under the umbrella, I think, you know, soul contracts is like the umbrella. And then you have your twin flames, your soulmates, and, and things like that. And I think that sometimes we tend to put them together too often. Um, and, and it gets all jumbled. But ultimately, these parties, these beings have agreed to play a certain role in your life and you and theirs mm -hmm. to be able to grow and shift and understand parts about you that you need understanding or healing. So honoring that is, is so important. And when you get to the point in your life that you can see that, that this individual just walked into your life because they have something to fulfill or you have something to fulfill in theirs. It makes things a thousand times easier and accepting mm -hmm. because you know, you're about to, you, you know that it's about to go down <laughs> and you're, you're either going to grow or you're going to be in the fetal position trying to figure out how to grow but growth will happen because it, it growth happens with or without you. That just, that's just the way it happens. <laughs> yeah. The easy way or the hard way. So, just like if an example, if you're coming in here to work on say acceptance, you'll have all sorts of people in situations, um, and animals, like I said, nature, things that are going to come in to put you in a position where you can accept or not. You can accept that you know, the tornado just bowled over your garage and your car and all that stuff is gone. And like, how can you deal with that or accept that? Um, I had a cat once that liked to spray everything. I loved this cat dearly, dearly, dearly. Um, he had very bad behavior. We did all of the things like, but the love overrode and I was able to accept that this is the type of cat I have. I didn't like the behaviors again, worked on them as much as I could, but, or you might get dropped into like a new job situation, like a job will suddenly end. So you have to start a new place and you're in there and you're trying to be accepted again, trying to find where you fit in the group. These cycles will happen. The people will come in either so you can accept or where you're looking for acceptance. And so when you start to see that common theme in different things, then you'll be like, mm. Okay, soul contract. And these are all the players in that contract. So how do you know when it's done? 
first of all, the cycles will stop happening. Second of all, you'll just like, you're in a place of acceptance. Like, I don't, I don't care who you are or what you think or who you love or anything. I just, you're, you're a human being. I'm a human being. You do you, you know, as long as you're not hurting me or people around me, then that's cool. And vice versa. You'll, you'll get into just a place of peace with whatever the theme is. And you don't have to go nuts trying to figure out the theme. Like you're obviously, if you're doing your spiritual work, you're working on acceptance. You're working on grace. You're working on walking yourself into being in a peaceful, loving place more and more often. Yeah. You know, it, it's true what you said that when you get to that place, things happen less and less and less. I mean, bringing it back to my angry years in life when I was just like a hot mess. Um, I was constantly attracting a lot of people that were um, um, combative, mm -hmm. okay? Constantly getting into physical altercations, you know, the, because that was the energy at the time I was, I was putting out consciously and subconsciously, to be honest. And when I became more and more aware of it and started healing it, it became less and less and less. And my tell was several years back, I think during COVID, if I'm not mistaken, um, I went to go get a cup of coffee and this guy just gets in my face. Back in the day, somebody got in my face. It's on. It's to totally on. Okay. And I s just put my hands behind my back. This guy was in my face and I was just like stoic. Like, okay, I'm not going to react. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to do any of those things. The most interesting thing happened. Everyone else around me got involved mm -hmm. instead of me. Okay. Saying, yo, you need to stop or whatever. Or the cops got involved, if I'm not mistaken, because yeah. they were in the area and was settling down the guy. And I didn't have any reaction. I didn't have any feeling behind it. That's how I knew that I had healed that part of me because I was walking around in such an angry state that I was attracting that. And this guy played that contract out for me to show me brilliantly that I was okay now. So at the end of it all, I thanked him energetically, spiritually for showing me I'm doing a good job. Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody that you're just frustrated with, you're tired of them, their energy being around them, or you're feeling angry towards them, it's likely a soul contract. And this is something where you can just dive into it and just apply more grace and do all your work. And you'll see it start to shift. You're not going to see the other person start to shift. Like this is where we commonly go wrong. We're looking like, well, I want them to start stop frustrating me and stop pissing me off. And I want them and I want them and I'm doing all this work. But they're still, yeah, they're still being them. They're going to be them. First of all, if that's the contract and that's how they decided to play it out, that's their free will to do. That's not for you to change you don't fix in here by somebody else shifting their behavior. Right. You work on you, you work on you, you work on you. And then this stuff gets less and less and less. 
I mean, we're not saying accept bad behavior. We're not saying don't have healthy boundaries. We're not saying don't protect yourself if you're not safe. It's just that stuff loses its charge. I mean, you're just like you're more of like, oh, there Uncle Tom goes again, like acting up at Thanksgiving dinner and mm-hmm. that's what he does. And, you know, I'm just going to go over here where they're playing a game and I'm going to have fun. It's just it's all about choices. Yeah. Soul contracts don't have to be that hard and that bumpy or they can be. Your choice depends on how you do your work. I want to give you a quick message before we get back to this episode. Unlock the secrets of your soul for free with Soul Notes. Say goodbye to feeling stuck and hello to the validation of your alignment. These weekly prompts are filled with reminders, gentle nudges, and sometimes a kick in the ass, all with love from your soul. Don't just take our word for it. Try Soul Notes for yourself and see the difference it can make in your life. Trust us, your soul and you will thank you. Just go to soulnote.org. That's S-O-U-L-N-O-T-E dot O-R-G. Now back to our podcast. Right. I mean, it's what we've been saying all along. It, It comes down to you. The theme has always been here at Soul Intentions about you, knowing you, honoring you, staying in your power, understanding the things that make you click, the things that that throw you off the deep end so that you can learn what is going on within you that needs healing. That is what it's all about. The more and more you know yourself, the better off life around you it is. Because you're able to understand that when Joe Schmo walks into your life, he's got something or she's got something she's got to do with you for you. Okay. And vice versa. When you lose this job over here, it's because there's some other fucking better job on the other side of that. You know, it's all about how you see it. So when you sit in that peaceful place in your life, in that balanced place, in that honorable place, those things tend to just kind of like float around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you're able to say, okay, th- these are lessons. These are great. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to grab that. And you get to design the life that you want because it's based upon how you want to feel. And that's what these soul contracts do. They help you identify all these things that you need help in or that you're playing out for them so that they can learn and all that. And I can't impress upon you enough that the more detached you are to the outcome, Mm -hmm. the easier it's going to be. Because again, the minute you get attached to it, you're, you're applying resistance so allow and understand that you're playing these roles for other people as well so you're not just sitting there and identifying you know your job is not like that person that pisses me off must be a soul contract that person that I'm really attracted to and I love and I want to be with must be a soul contract like you don't have to just identify soul contracts it's just something that is Mm -hmm. you're and you just know you you really you really know when you've when you've come in con there is there is this distinct feeling and knowing because you're on the same frequency right that it's like like it happened to me years ago i i was at at an event and all of a sudden i saw this young lady and it's like 
instant, like I knew her from somewhere, like I just knew her. That was the first time I ever met her. I ever saw her, I should say, because I never actually meet her that night. Um, but you know, she's part, she, I knew she was somehow connected to me from another past life or, or something because I, you, the feeling was so undeniable, in, undeniable. Exactly. That's a perfect word for it. It was undeniable. And, and later down the line, when I did get to meet her and, um, we became friends and all those things, I learned so much from that friendship i can't even tell you i mean the 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 love that was able to come out of that without ever being physical was oh on point mm -hmm. it's something i needed to fucking learn exactly you know and i and i thank her every time for it because i learned so much so much and th that's how you know there is this deep knowing when you come across someone that's in your soul, that has a soul contract with you. So, and again, it doesn't need to be forever. So somebody might come in and you might link up because you both have a mutual challenge or a mutual thing that you want to work on in this lifetime. So you've put in the same situation together. So it feels really strong and really connected really quickly. Like, oh my God, this is my new BFF because this is awesome. And you both have the same problem over here and you can face it together and talk about it and you feel like you understand each other which is really just bringing you a deeper understanding to yourself. And then you'll both grow to certain different levels and then it'll just fade off because that situation is over because you learned what you need to learn. Your soul evolved in that way. You'll always be connected energetically. It's they're always there. You haven't really lost anything. We're just so attached on the physical. So if you can like s just step back in that a little bit and let them come and go, then you don't have to have so much of, you mentioned twin flames earlier, mm -hmm. where twin flames, they can come in hot and then they can burn out and, and they'll burn you on the way if you get too attached to it. I mean, you just, you be present. In oh the, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, it can hurt. Pretty, oh, yeah. it can be pretty painful. I'm sure we can all speak to that. We've all had our twin flames somewhere. Multiple of <laughs> <Several>. them. Several. <laughs> With the same theme over and over again, because we didn't get it the first five times. And we're like, oh, this is the one now. That's... And people confuse the twin flame and the soulmates a lot. Mm -hmm. And again, soulmate isn't like the person that you marry. And it could be. But I mean, it could be your, your dog could be your soulmate. You, it, it can be anything, everything here that has a soul to it. And I'm not going to debate if animals have souls or not, because I believe that they do. They do. Um, or, or a tree or, you know, any, anything else, things have souls and it can play that role for us and you can play that role for them. Yeah. So the bottom line is just, again, we always talk about just focusing back on you, focusing on elevating your frequency to wherever your set point is for your soul. And don't get so hang, hung up on all the contracts. It's good to understand. So you kind of understand how it works and that it just dissolves once it's been accomplished. Um, but, yeah. but otherwise it's not something that you need to like, I'm going to rewrite my soul contract. I'm going to end my soul contract. It could simply be a cord. It could not be a contract. We'll, we'll actually link above the cord cutting um, podcast that we did um, on how to approach that. If you're like, if you're here listening to this because you have some sort of what you think is a contract that's not feeling good, totally could be a contract. But look at, take a look at the cord cutting because that might help you like flesh through it 
and um, get to a different spot with it. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things about, about these soul contracts that you should be aware of that these happen through many, many lifetimes and until it is addressed and healed or corrected or whatever it needs to happen, it will continue to happen each and every lifetime with the same soul might have a different frame or a different situation or a different whatever. Um, but when it's done, it's done but it carries from every single lifetime. And that's something that people miss a lot on, you know, because you're like, why, why, why is this coming in so strong and hot? That's because it's been lifetime after life, lifetime. That's why. And, and it's here now saying you need to fucking fix it. You mm -hmm. need to address it. You need to heal it. You need to do something so that it can be done. And if you feel like you have some sort of soul contract that's going on for you and you're like, but I'm at peace or, you know, I've found acceptance and I feel really, you know, strong and solid in that. So I don't understand why this keeps coming up. Take a look if it is a generational thing, because we've noticed that a lot of people will just take contracts that weren't completed in other lifetimes by other family members in their bloodline. And they take them on that, like, I need to finish this for my bloodline. And sometimes that is true, but most of the times it's not. Most of the times it's just been what's been passed down to you and ingrained in you. And that's why if you've done your work or you're like, you know, I'm really good with, with this aspect. I'm really good with grace. So like, why does this stuff keep coming up and I just keep employing grace? You know, maybe it's to show mirror to other people. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like that. It could be because it's a generational thing. So again, you can look at the cord cutting and do some of the work around that and just, you know, talk to your ancestors and ask them, you know, to assist in anything that's an old contract that was yours. You know, please, I'm, I'm blessing and releasing it back to you because it's not mine. I'm clearing my energy field of it. Generational work is a, it's a whole different, different beast. Completely. Yeah, and, and it's uh, definitely there for us to take a look at from time to time. For sure. But I think that the, the best part about it is, like you said, you know, call on to your ancestors to help because you don't have to do it by yourself. That's right. for sure. And if you're not sure, like, well, I don't know if it's, you know, Aunt Betty's or Grandma Joe's or whatever, like, you don't need to. But if you don't feel comfortable, like you're not versed in ancestor work or don't feel comfortable doing it yourself, um, you know, like I call on my grandfather a lot because I have a trust for him. He has a very like deep sense of like groundedness for me. And so I call on him and ask him to guide me, um, you know, or somebody from, you know, mother, father, guide, bloodline, or those of you who like maybe were adopted or just estranged from their family and you don't really, you don't know who your mom was or whatever, you don't need to. You don't need to understand your bloodline to follow those energy channels out. Call on your guides, call on whoever you trust to walk with you and keep you protected and um, just, you know, speak, just speak to your bloodline, speak to your ancestors and tell them from your heart and from a place of grace and humbleness what you want, what you need or what you're going to do and just do it respectfully and then bless and release it and watch the energy start to shift. You'll, you'll know if that was the work you needed to do or not because things will yeah, change. For sure. 
All right. right. So that is our take on soul contracts. <laughs> we are. We are complete. <laughs> so like and subscribe, comment below what you're working on. We'd love to hear it. And um, we will see you next week. All right. Be kind. Peace. Peace.